What is going on, everyone? We are here on the first episode of the Sensory Deprivation Podcast, um, and it is officially uh, our first attempt at trying to get Richard Sherman on the show. Someday, the dream. Uh, so we're putting that out there in the universe um, for anyone that uh, eventually ends up listening. That is the end game uh, to get got many, to tune in. Got many end games. So many end games. Yeah, there's a ton, but we got to start somewhere. A Thanos amount of end games. <laughs> um, my name is Christos. Uh, everybody calls me Toast, and I am 50% of your hosts uh, on sensory deprivation. The other host is my brother, uh, Marcos, and he is here with me sharing the dream. 51% of the sensory deprivation podcast <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> there's no even split here. It's 5149. That's the way it's got to be. 5149 as always. 5149, the way it should be. Um, on today's first episode, Lord help us, um, you know, we spent the day, rainy day here, uh, scrolling through Reddit. Here and... is in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, by the way. Oh, they know, uh, where, they know we're from. They know we're talking to them. Yeah, they, they don't know where here is. Uh, it's actually Brockton, Massachusetts, about 30 minutes south. We should have uh, gone here. And we should have we been like, this is coming to you from an undisclosed location. <laughs> no, no, we can disc- we can disclose the location. Uh, coming to you from Brockton, Massachusetts, is sensory deprivation. Um, but yeah, it did rain here. We spent most of the day looking through Reddit. Um, some funny shit going on. As always, that dark so, rabbit hole of us stuff. <laughs> so uh, let's get rolling to some topics today. Um, gotta love doing this with you because... Uh, I love how we surprise each other. This stuff is most of the stuff we find on Reddit, guys. If we're sharing on the show, is completely and utterly blind to the other person. Um, I'm over here in my office in my studio. He's over here there in his. I don't see him. I don't talk to him. Nor do I know what's going on with this Reddit stuff. We kind of just categorize it and blast off, so to speak. So uh, we know the categories. We don't know the stories. So uh, let's all right. Let's get some more yeah. reactions. Uh, first topic of today uh, called science bitch. Yes, I think it's twenty one Jump Street, twenty two Jump Street. They're like, you know, science, bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is. yeah. So I like that episode for today to start us off. Um, you know, just sharing some funny science facts we found on Reddit. Um, the one I found today comes to us from Navdeep Singh Thind on Reddit. Um, okay. This is an article from XDA. Uh, Nokia secured a fourteen point one million dollar NASA funding to roll out four G on the moon. <laughs> I I did see this. I did. <laughs> I hope you didn't click uh, on the actual article. It's absolutely gold. I, I didn't. I didn't. Enlighten me. So Nokia Finnish Telecoms Company, uh, basically they teamed up with NASA to, quote-unquote from their article, ensure the new wave of lunar astronauts will be able to post their experience to their Instagram accounts if they desire. So uh, <laughs> flat earthers are fucked. <laughs> oh, man. Actually... I shit you not, flat earthers are so fucked. Um, basically, so it's like a basically they did about like four hundred million dollars worth of contracts with NASA as NASA, and they pushed towards you know a return to the moon twenty twenty four. They're like, hey, we got a post on Instagram to just tell all the flat earthers to suck it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's wow. it's one it's it's wonderful. Um, I now now uh, just so, sorry to cut you off. That I, I do have a question. Yeah. That, would all be under the assumption that we went in the first place and it wasn't made in a Hollywood basement, right? Not that I'd ever argue with Anthony Kiedis on that. Um, <laughs> if he comes on the show, I'll tell him that to his face. It's my favorite lines of all music. Yeah, um, it is. It's a good one. 
I mean, if they're going this time with 4G, I would assume they've been there before. Fair. Like Fair. I know, I know most people are like, hey, I'm going up, ah, but then again, you have like the whole like, hey, I'm going on vacation. I'm like, gonna Instagram my whole vacation, but it's the fucking moon. So that made you feel like you you weren't there before, but then the astronauts going haven't been there before. Well, so isn't where do I sit with it? <laughs> wasn't there supposed to be, or was wasn't there talks of like a Disney resort on the moon or something like that? People be Elon Musk wants us to vacation on Mars in like ten years, dude. I don't know, like I don't. I haven't gone to Disney World in Florida. Never mind the fucking moon. We yeah. haven't gone to Disney World. In, actually, you went to Disney World in Florida. You banned Disney World in Florida. You banned uh, for not, a year. not anymore. The ban is over. Well, that's good. It's been longer um, than a year. Um, it has been longer than a year, but I was banned from Disney World. That is, I'm, that is I'm glad you and Mickey Mouse solved your problems. <laughs> well, we worked it out. It was a. I'm it was so a bit glad. of a. a we we'll call it a domestic dispute. But uh, you know, we, we... that's spicy. The rest is you making out. I love it. <laughs> um, that's a good one. That's a good one. What else you got for me? What's uh, what's the next? Take take me take next me to space. Next one's on you, baby. I- I'll switch it over to you. Um, you have a fact that's science related. So I, I sure d- hope. Uh, I have a fact, and it it relates to science via a question. Oh God. Um. Now, the question that I need you to answer is, what floats in water? A duck. Okay. Perfect. Today I learned. I, I've seen Monty it, Python. I know a duck floats so, in water. So You're right. A duck does Chur- float in water. Churches. Churches. Very small rocks. Um, oh, so this post comes to us by Dev98. Dev. Um, and it says, today I learned that some farmers in Bangladesh are now raising ducks instead of chickens because ducks can float during floods. <laughs> now, the first comment is they're basically just water chickens. That's the first comment? Someone wrote that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically just water chickens. I mean, he's not. this Whoever this wise man is commenting on this Reddit post, I, I uh, mean, you're so not wrong. But, like, from a business perspective, you're a farmer in Bangladesh. I don't know the most lucrative job. It's your job you're doing. You're changing up your entire business model solely because of flood. Do floods happen often in Bangladesh? Is there something I'm missing here? Like, if, if the, I would assume the floods happen often. And, I mean, I can only imagine how many of the chickens drown during the flood versus the ducks. They don't drown. You don't lose the product. But what, what's the number? How many chickens do you think it took for him to lose to be like, no more chickens, fuck chickens? Ducks or die. This Probably, is a duck farm now. I would assume one flood is the equivalent of like a most small, of his, like a small fox. You know, like I, I, there's, there's got to be a that's a very extreme sort of uh, business decision to completely redo your farm. I'm guessing they eat different things. I'm guessing there's different like I don't know. Do they have schedules? Is there some sort of feeding sure. schedule? I'm I'm sure there's there's other factors that this man this man could be. In a long line, a generation Actually, of chicken farmers, and now he's a duck farmer. Like that's, that's a big you. problem to me. <laughs> hear, hear me out. One of the comments comes from Pizza Topping eighty eight. Pepperoni. Switch, uh, apparently. Uh, pi- pineapple. Pineapple. That's that's maybe. We'll dive into that one later on when Sharon gets on the show. We'll do pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Switching to ducks is not an easy decision to make for a farmer. Chickens have the benefit of decades of selective breeding and R and D. This allows chickens to have a massive meat 
to size ratio. It's so high, in fact, that it severely limits a chicken's lifespan. Chickens literally cannot live longer because we have bred them to be walking sources of meat. Ducks are much better at surviving, but also have way less meat. It seems that to the farmers, this trade-off has become worth it. Whoever this that person is on Reddit, man, what are they? What's them? What's their life like? I would love to know what they do. <laughs> like, like I, I don't think I've. I'm very new to Reddit. Like I've made like three accounts there. I've never. I've never posted something onto Reddit. I would. I would never comment something onto Reddit. That's very well. Like this person has to know that. Like I, I hope yeah, they. Yeah. Make, I hope they sound knowledgeable. I hope they didn't make it up. I hope someone like if they fact check this, I'd love to see it. But like, that's crazy like they're bred to be meat that's super fucked up yeah oh yeah absolutely like they're bred the, to be to the be walking meat the, the mag- like providers like there's no question that the that the uh, the mass production of food is completely out of question it's it's, it's, it's just poor practice all over the place yeah, I hope I go to Bangladesh sometime and meet a chicken farmer. And when he's like, "Oh, like, what do you know about chicken farming?" I'd be like, "I know ducks float better." Like, yeah, really, you could just be like, "I know ducks float in floods," and he's gonna look at you and be like, "Holy shit, I never thought of that." You're like, "I lost so many chickens." Like, I've you're, lost. You're, you're gonna go back the next day, and he's gonna have a farm full of ducks. God Almighty, that'll be the day. I'll, I'll make a video for our soon-to-be later Instagram for this <laughs> podcast. Like, hey, I, I actually went to Bangladesh and told this chicken farmer to farm ducks instead, and he told me to fuck off in Bangladeshi. Now, now you've just taken vocalizing Reddit to a whole new level, and now you're. I'm just becoming. I'm just act. I'm just acting out Reddit. I'm just doing Reddit's will. Reddit's will is my commands. I'm. You're actively. You're actively fact. Uh, fact checking it. Not even fact checking. I'm just doing it. I'm just bringing Reddit to life. I mean, <laughs> like, like, boom! This dude said this a uh, flood switches to a duck farmer. It's actually going to happen. Whether it happened or not, it's going to happen now. Absolutely. I'm not Absolutely. going to post my moon. Actually, I so would post my moon visuals on Instagram. So I'm not gonna say I won't do the first one either. But like, yeah, I mean, yeah. If I approach the opportunity to either a go to the moon with a Nokia phone. Or I go to Bangladesh. At least if you drop it, it'll survive. My phone? The Nokia? Yeah, dude. You could drop that thing from the Empire State Building and it'll survive. Drop it from the moon, it's good too. It's not going to fall anywhere. <laughs> That's the point of the joke, stupid. Oh, shit. Okay. The Nokia phones are indestructible. What do you... The, the point of the joke is it's in space. It's not going to hit the fucking ground. Yeah, and that they're indestructible phones. Those things are bricks. You're talking about like Nokia, the company that makes the old school. If it did fall, if it could fall, it'd put the mission at great risk. It'd breach a hole in, I don't know, they call it a hull? Is it like a space? It's like a, a bowl. It's like a hull. They got port and starboard. I have no idea. Yeah, it maybe. could breach a hole in the hull or whatever, the shell or casing. People <laughs> could die. It's like, true. It's true. Like, oh, like how did the spaceship crash? Someone dropped their Nokia phone to Insta. They were on Instagram live and. The Nokia yeah, plunged phone, through the outer wall. Phone, phone slipped out of his hand, plunged through the atmosphere, caught on fire co- coming through, and then it crashed into, into my front yard. That's how the dinosaurs were extinct. Good. Just good a Nokia, is, Nokia phone from the atmosphere. Good news is I picked up the call, uh, and your mom wants you home for dinner. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, your, your mom like going to have the same mom. Well, I mean, it, it's under the pretense that it was you that dropped the phone. Yeah, but you said your front lawn, which I guess is our front lawn. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. This is a terrace attack my own house. 
maybe. That's fucked up. Alrighty. Um, um, I believe I, it's you, mate. I love that one. I don't have any more science stuff. I went more with the science. I want to keep the science a little short, so I'm I'm sorry for I got, You got one more for me? I got one more kinda sciencey one. Um you can tell me if it really applies or falls under that category. I don't think um, I'll tell you otherwise. We need content to push out. That's fair. Today I learned that in 1978, an, ins- an inspection of a damaged U.S. Navy ship revealed the remnants of claws from the tentacles of a giant squid. The claws were much larger than any that had been seen by scientists, indicating that the squid was of a size substantially greater than any that had been documented. Now. Uh, oh, you're going to love what I have to say about this. If it's, uh, any- if it's anything about where does a squid have claws, enlighten me. Yeah, like, I, I know they got some sort of beak thing, but not claws. I never heard of a like I've heard of a kraken, and maybe did it, kraken but, but, has claws. But did it like maybe just the tentacles were so violent on the ship, it scratched it, and it maybe thinks like I don't want to see an octopus with claws. That's just not how it works. No hell um, no. Yeah, I'm gonna put something on the record here. You know, we already have the Sherman, the Richard Sherman thing on the show on record here, and that will live till the day this podcast ends. Um, another thing on the record, the ocean is fucking terrifying. Um, yeah. At, well, well, let me, all right. Open water is terrifying and it's no. only because we have discovered so little of it. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I, I miss, I misspoke. The ocean is fucking terrifying. <laughs> well, you but, don't like the ocean. You don't like going to the beach. You don't. I've, I've snorkeled with you into depths of water. I don't hate the ocean. I'm just saying. There's the there's like the beach ocean, and then, then there's, there's like, like the ocean. ocean. Like I'm not saying yeah. the abyss. If I'm not near land, and like, like there, there's places you can go where it's like there's levels of it. There's like I'm vacationing and swimming at the beach. <laughs> oh, I'm on a cruise and the cruise is parked. It's like ported somewhere. It's not really near yeah, the yeah. water. It's deep. Or you're scuba diving somewhere. And that's okay. And then there's like just the open fucking ocean. It's like international waters type. That's a no for me. That's a Brady Jackson no for me, dog. I, I, I would do it, but there's so much shit under there. I have to. I had to be armed in some way. But what? What would you do? Like just scuba dive in open water? Oh fuck no! Like like like, I, like if they if they're like swim as deep as you can to see what you can see. I nope. I mean, I mean, I probably I probably would, but like. So like not in a I'm submarine. A, like you wouldn't do it in a in a in a submarine. If there's Krakens with claws down there, fuck no. But I don't think there is. I think there's regular Kraken that go deeper than our submarines can. But like, if like if there was a video of a Kraken effing up a submarine, I'm not going to where that submarine was. The same depth, yeah, the there, same. Okay. There, there wasn't a video. It, it just says they found a claw. But how the fuck did squid have claws and when yeah. did they lose them? So why do we, why do you want to go down there? The ocean's terrifying. It's a terrifying place. Well, I just want an answer to the question and I don't, I don't want to go down there. I'd like to avoid it at all costs on the mere chance that it does in fact exist. So I think we should pose the question on the podcast like we have, and hopefully somebody else will listen to it. And then another person will dive down into the water into a submarine to see if there's a cracking with claws. If anyone calls into this podcast ever, <laughs> And says, I've seen a squid, a giant squid slash kraken with claws, and they're not an oceanographer I've seen on like 
Shark Week or like Discovery, I'm calling BS. I don't care who it is. Fair. Like not not to be rude to potential listeners who want to call in. Of course, call in. Of course, tell me your stories. I love hearing people's stories. So I want to do this, talk to I guess ourselves, but people we know, people we don't know, Richard Sherman again. Um everyone's experiences are really cool to share and cool to hear. But if you call on this show and be like, hey, I'm a kid from Texas who was never out of the state, but I've seen a cracking with claws, I'm calling bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I would hope it came with a picture. Like, I don't think you you go do something uh, like that and don't take a picture. That's your first instinct? Take a picture? Of a cracking with claws. I'm not sure you're Dude. seeing it as, you're not seeing it in an aquarium. It's on a friendly encounter. Dude, we were just talking about putting 4G on the moon so people can post to Instagram. I don't think anything. I don't think anything. Listen. Yo, if. As far as we know, there's nothing on the moon with claws, without claws, that breathes, has life, is active. I'm not saying there isn't. I just don't know about it yet. But from a science standpoint. They're in a spaceship, I'm assuming. But, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're in the spaceship to get to get the 4G on the broadcast. There's no cell towers there. I'm assuming there's one but, in the spaceship and it broadcasts like a radius of where they're camped on the moon. I don't know how it works. Right, but like from the standpoint of being a scientist and going to determine whether or not there was a giant squid with fucking claws, don't you think that if it were there, there you would need some sort of scientific proof? Like you going down there, shitting your pants and going back up isn't really enough scientifically like you could argue that you should in your pants is like you know reason enough but it's not gets you know a piece it's not get you know about prize yeah exactly it's not you know yeah, you i shit myself with a giant squid you know it's not i get it but i'm saying in times of panic if i'm right i'm not it's not like i'm like oh this giant squid is casually swimming by my boat oh it has claws how cute let me take a picture of it it's usually like this thing is scratching my boat with its claws if it tells the truth I'll, I'll 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 leave it at that. Um, onward. I got the chills. They want the fucking cracking with claws. Like, ugh. Speak. <laughs> shake it off. Speaking of chills, I got one more terrifying thing for you. Heights, roller coasters. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh God. Today I learned that spiders can fly through still air for miles using Earth's electric fields. The process is initiated by. Trichobothria, a particular kind of hair growing amidst many others on spiders' bodies. I'm calling bullshit. Here, here's the explanation, the first comment by Neopterin. Um, and the post, by the way, was by... Uh, oh, shit. What? Tech, Tech Explorer, and it's from an article by PBS.org. God damn it. Spite the first comment, spiders have no wings, but they can take to the air nonetheless. They'll climb to an exposed point, raise their abdomens to the sky, extreme- and drink a fucking Red Bull. How's it gonna fly at me? Extrude strands of silk and float away. This behavior is called ballooning. It might carry spiders away from predators and competitors or towards new lands with abundant resources. Every day, around 40,000 thunderstorms crackle around the world, collectively turning Earth's atmosphere into a giant electrical circuit. The upper reaches of the atmosphere have a positive charge, and the plant's surface has a negative one. Even on sunny days with cloudless skies, the air carries a voltage of around 100 volts for every meter above the ground. In foggy or stormy conditions, that gradient might increase to tens of thousands of volts per meter. 
ballooning spiders operate within this planetary electric field. When their silk leaves their bodies, it typically picks up a negative charge. This repels the similar negative charges on the surface on which the spiders sit, creating enough force to lift them into the air. And spiders can increase those forces by climbing onto twigs, leaves, or blades of grass. Plants being unearthed have the same negative charge as the ground they grow upon, but they protrude into the positively charged air. This creates substantial electric fields between the air around them and the tips of their leaves and branches, and the spiders ballooning from those tips. Uh, so I have a loophole to that theory. I have a loophole to that. All right. And hear me out here. This might sound ridiculous, but I, I have a hunch it would work. Okay. An Iron Man suit of magnets. And then you self-destruct it. No, 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 no. Just wear it. Oh. They repel from you if they're using electric current. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, feel, I, I feel like it would repel from you. Or you just fuck them up with magnets of some sort. Switch it up. You know what I mean? Kind of switch up the whole... You just get a super, super, super powerful, positively charged magnet, and every spider that leaves where it's standing will just instantly fly right to your suit and just splatter. Yeah, or the opposite. It could just fly far as fuck away from me into someone else. I don't care. I mean, uh, that's fair. But yeah, spiders, spiders flying um, goes on the list of things like the open ocean. Um, I'm cool with spiders. I don't really have an issue with them unless they start fucking flying at me. Then we have a problem. My rule of thumb is if I don't bother you, you don't bother me. So I am with bees, and bees don't bother me, so, you know. Yeah, bees bees don't tend to bother me either. I just kind of let them explore, and hopefully they get away. If not, I kill them. You got stung, like, four times once in, like, a, a five-minute span. I did. It was there's, there's, there's no There's no bees leaving you alone. They're coming but, after you. They're targeting you. You're, you're a bee target. But listen, man, you know what, though? I, I got mad respect for bees, honestly. Like, bees, they bees are... are they are super important to everything else on Earth, and if me being stung is the price of them sticking around, so be it. That's their purpose. I'm, I'm, that. I'm, I'm cool with that. It is they, their purpose. They die after that, and, and the sole purpose of life, like their whole existence, makes the world go round. Just to, no, it's just to fuck that. That bee's purpose, he decided that day, if they have conscience, is to just fuck you up for like three seconds and then die. That's yeah. his whole life's purpose. Yeah, it's like, a, like it an ounce of pain to you. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, again, chills with that. Not that I don't you know, control the spiders, um, but just things flying. Like, yeah. Flying. I also don't fuck with owls. That's another thing too. I don't fuck with owls. Oh, I super fuck with owls. owls oh, nah, the whole, dude. The, if... the neck thing gets me. The neck thing gets me. I can't. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's absolutely electric. You know how they sleep, right? No, is it different than anything else sleeps? Is it like not like a bat? Is it like how a bat sleeps? Is it how I sleep? Look it up. Just tell I'm me, up. please. Dude, they sleep face down. I'm face flat. down. Face no, down, flat, way. with their legs extended. Type in owl sleeping. I'm telling you, I wouldn't <laughs> lie to you about this. Yo, what? It looks like a person. <laughs> it's it's hysterical. Yo, this one's fucking zonked. It's literally just. Dude, yeah, they they, okay, they look like they look like they were walking. So so fine. So they, they that's look. actually how I sleep, really. <laughs> uh, so the answer to that question is yes, it is like how you sleep, Marcos. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. They they sleep face down. They look like they were walking. And just got way and, too drunk and passed out. And yeah. God, I love that. 
That's a good one. Yeah, super don't fuck with him though. The neck thing gets you every time. Uh, um, it's just super cool. Love it. Um, enough of the science talk. Science is for nerds. I'm one of them though. Me too. No, Me too. no offense to nerds. You're not. You're not that nerdy though. I mean, fair enough. But you're weird. Interest... You're weird. But you're <laughs> you're <nerdy>. weird. <laughs> you're weird. You're nerdy. Um, and then one of my favorite ever segments on the podcast. I'd love that we're doing it here. We're gonna continue to do it all the time. Uh, shower thoughts. Oh, great. Uh, great, great everyone great. has shower thoughts. Um, today, uh, Toaster is going to just hit me with some crazy ideas and shower thoughts that I haven't heard of, and I'm just going to react to them, then we'll talk about them. Um, I think I think if you don't have shower thoughts, uh, you're a liar. Uh, I, do, I, do, I do some of my best thinking in the shower, man. Or on the shitter. There's no or between. The shitter. That's true. Uh, That's we true. love our shirts. We love our shirts here. Um, All right. Are you... Uh... You ready? As ready as I'd be. I know my my butt my butt cheeks clenched, so I don't know if I'm ready or not. But all right, just in so, case. So this is uh, coming from an account called Design Responsibly, and I'm not sure what the correlation is. <laughs> um, but it is an idea that they think should be implemented more often. Um, a Spanish town mailed dog poop back to offenders. A team of volunteers looked for careless dog owners and struck up conversations to learn the dog's name, which made it possible to identify the owner via pet records and mail back the poop labeled, quote, lost property. Violations dropped by 70%. Now hear me out. What happened with the dog poop that you're going to go through all that effort through pet records and everything to mail somebody shit that they left on the floor? That super messed up. What what poop hurt you? I mean, if it's I can understand the anger if it's like your own property, but like I, if you're shitting on my lawn with your dog, <laughs> like if it's the side of the road, I'd be like, who cares? But if it's like on my front steps or on my lawn, and I care about my lawn, which I don't really, I would never get so mad as to mail it back to them. That means I have to pick it up. Yeah, yeah, which and, is right about where I draw the fucking line. And I'm guessing the postal service is in on this. I mean, they would, they would have to be, unless it's not really mailed. And they just pack it up and drop it off at the house. They already look at the pet records. Not like they don't know where they live. I mean, assuming you know who lives in your small town. I'm not assuming this is this is not like Madrid. I'm assuming this is like a small village or something. I mean, it says town. Okay, so you know where people? I know people live in the city of Brockton. The people that I know that I see on the street. So I guess, yeah, I guess. Towns are smaller. You probably know who lives where. Generally, someone probably knows where someone lives in a small town in Spain. I get it. First comment is summer mail must be aromatic. I was gonna say if it's a mail truck, the poor mailman or mailwoman is gonna be driving in shit all day. Imagine if one of those breaks. Like what if it's like a, a deuce? Like if it's like a like a like a, like a, like a log, like like a lengthy, a girthy shit. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't really take the time to observe uh, the shits of dogs. If we did that um, in America, if we did that in America, someone, would, oh my god, that would not go over well. No, it would not. Hey, I mailed, I mailed dog shit to your house. Well, fuck you, John. Yeah, really. You sleep with your wife, like. <laughs> on a uh, on a much lighter note. Uh, better, uh, better scented note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easier on the uh, easier on the palate. <laughs> 
Tasting um, shit. <laughs> I mean, look, man. Depending on where in the summer, Spain in the summer, yeah, I'm good. I'm 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 good on smelling dog turds outside my door when I get the paper. Um. All right. So this is a crazy idea posted by PM underscore me underscore whatever with a U instead of an HA. Um. An app for when you're undecided on something. You send in your dilemma, and someone named Richard will decide for you. It'll be called Dick Picks. Okay. I uh, love the name. <laughs> That's creative as shit. Uh, I, I, think, I think it's a pretty fucking good idea. I hope he has a trip. That, not, not, someone's going to take that now. Like, it's not gonna, he's not going to do any off of it, but yeah, it's hysterical. It's, it's really unfortunate that uh, I have kinda, it's kind of to play off of Baldo Mai. I can't share those ideas on on podcast, man. That's that's a money maker right there. <laughs> that's that's a that's a top secret, confidential. Love that idea. We'll always love that idea. Uh, clarifying question for you. Go ahead. You said whatever with a U instead of the H and the A. Yes. As in, take oh, the word. What? Like, okay. I, I was in my head while you were talking about that, like trying to pronounce it like Utaver. Like I thought you said W H. So I was like Utaver, like how like U A T I I don't said W H I I don't know for some reason you said H A. I thought it was like W H. I'm just like U U Ataver, like Utaver, like well what was that supposed to say? Like I didn't think of it as like what and what. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I hear you. Uh, that was um, a big stumbling block for me. That was a, I had to get over that one. I was like, ooh, you know. Ooh. Um, so here's the next crazy idea to follow up dick pics. Um, it appears that there might be a little bit of a theme here. It depends on, you know, who you're asking. Um, this one comes from I underscore might underscore B underscore weasel. I might be weasel, not a weasel. Yep. No, weasel. I might be the, weasel. the weasel. Which which leads me to think that it's typed by an actual weasel, like like the dog on uh, Pat's draft day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so weasel on computer screen. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, the idea is that Super Soaker should make portable bidets. That's just a water gun. You I could mean, bidet, I could bidet anyone. No, but I think I think I'll it, be not welcome. Oh, but you I meant think, like you meant like a port, like you bring your own bidet to a toilet. Yes, I'm not gotta, talking about. I'm not talking about super soaking your butthole. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, you meant like uh. Okay, I thought you meant like using a water gun as like a portable bidet, but you meant like an actual portable bidet that's like. Well, just to clarify, kind of like you fill up a tank like a water gun. Like usually bidets plug into the water source. We know having recently installed one at our grandmother's house, electric. We're now plumbers too. Uh, that shit so powerful. Like you had to, like a tank that you'd fill up. It wouldn't plug into the water source of the toilet you're there's, going to. There's is no there a way. picture? Is there a picture? <laughs> this is like a, a demo of some sort. Like imagine, imagine passing out drunk on the toilet. There, there's there's little knobs to your right that that dictate the start of the water shooting into your asshole. And imagine just passing out drunk, falling asleep knocking it to the highest setting and they're just being woken up by a fire hose hitting you in the butt my my thing is with bidets i don't know how they work i've never used although i have installed it, i've never used one 
what if like it gets messy down there and like usually when you wipe if there's some mess there if it's not a clean you know exit that could just splatter all over the toilet seat or your own ass that's true like the water hits it hard and unless it's like directly in my asshole like getting inside which I, i just don't know it yeah it does seem incredibly abrupt is the word i would use to describe it Abrupt um, ass wiping? Abrupt ass cleaning? I don't think anything involving asses should be abrupt. No. It's a big no. Big no. Um, it's a pillar of man. That's, yeah, I mean... Right, like anything involving people would buy. People would buy it, though. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people buy regular bidets. Why not buy one you can take with you when you go camping? Especially in, like, a COVID world. Like, yeah, that's true. Not having to grab the toilet paper. You're still sitting on a public toilet. I mean, you could hover. <laughs> it's fair. You know what I mean? It's fair. Uh, I could see some use in it, although I wouldn't use it myself. I, I, could, I, I think that could be a big use. I also would not, but I definitely think it would sell. I think um, so. What would you call it? Question. A portable bidet? Um, I don't know. I like bidet. Like bidet with a P. All right. You don't like you don't like that one. I can tell you don't like that one. That's no, okay. no, I don't. I think I think we better gave it a little more thought. Uh, yeah. to everyone listening, to everyone listening. Hopefully, we'll get back to you with something good. If not today, so, definitely, definitely next time because it's gonna bug me now. Just gonna open the show, be like. The music's gonna play, and we're just gonna be like, "It's not bidet. It's not bidet. It's not bidet." Because it's not. That's not a bad name for it, man. I'll be honest with you. I mean, it's not that it's a bad name. I just think we could make a better one. It it could sell like Billy Mays here. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, right. You ever don't want to wipe your ass in a public toilet? Use the bidet. You mean bidet? No, lady. I mean bidet. On the go, you know, I, I can see it happen. I can see it kind of. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I guess I could see it. Bidet, bidet works. Uh, any more shower thoughts? Uh, that's more of a toilet thought because it's a bidet, but that's that's fair. I won't um, knock you on it. I got one more for you. Uh, um, let me go to my favorite segment. I love it. And this one is actually my the one that I think is actually a really good idea. Um, I'm sorry, bidet wasn't. Well, no, but I mean something, you know, that I would be an advocate of. Um, I'm clearly not on the side of using the bidet, um, but I P- am on the P- side. P- sorry, bidet. Um, I am on uh, Foz 179's side um, in the sense that I believe museums and art exhibits should be cozy. Um, and a little less formal. Um, I really enjoy going to museums. I gather that you are very much the same in that regard. Um, I do too, although I don't think we've been in a museum together, which is weird. I don't think so either. Um, but then again, we haven't really done much of our traveling together. No, but, um, like, but like I said, like we've actually been to similar museums different times. We both went oh yeah, to the I've, I've been to a lot of big museums. For the moment, it, well, you've been to the fucking Louvre, dude. Dude, I did the Louvre, the Uffizi, 
Um, there's three big ones in Florence. I did all those. I don't remember the names of the other two. Clearly, I didn't pay attention, but it's all right. Well, it's a two of them. I paid attention in the Uffizi and the Louvre. Um, and then you know, I did, yeah, Smithsonian in D.C., Natural History, um, and the American History Museum and the Space Museum. And then we did the MoMA. Yeah, yeah, a lot of museums. Yeah. Um, but, the, but the post reads, art museums are almost all universally cold, uncomfortable, and borderline formal environments. Cold? Art- we're, we're a fucking sweater. I mean, uh, that, that's a fair point, but I kind of get what they're saying. Art is something that should be enjoyed at leisure in comfort, where you can pursue it at length. Why not design art museums in a more cozy, intimate sense? Uh, soft carpeted floors, refreshments like hot chocolate, warm chili and popcorn. I don't know what warm chili and popcorn are doing. It's not a fucking fair. Warm chili? Here we're seeing this picture of Van Gogh and I'm shoving Texas chili down my but, guzzle, dude. Like, what? Hear me out, though. Warm right? chili? Eventually. I mean, I could see a Starbucks in a museum. I won't, I'll be honest with you. But warm chili is a kind of a flex. Well, like, yeah, but a, I mean... Like, there's a Starbucks and a Barnes yeah. & Noble. Like. Right, but I mean, I think it's more so to allow the the enjoyment to be taken in at length. And you don't feel like you just have to go see everything, take a picture, and leave. Because museums yeah. are comfortable. They're not comfortable. There's mad people around. They're all walking. Everything you go to sit on is fucking hard. Yeah, if I if I may you elaborate know, on that, the the main cold thing, I, I'm now thinking it through. Maybe they keep it at a lower temperature, because with body heat and things like that, it could sometimes if it's not like in a protective glass case, right? The humidity could pop, like the the heat could possibly affect the medium of the art, like what the art's painted on, the material right. it's painted on, or even made out of the sculpture. I get that point. Um, with the cozy thing, with when I'm cozy. I, I feel very close to the piece of art. Like I feel close to my TV or my computer when I'm cozy with it. You know what I mean? We can't put people close to things to be cozy if people are just stealing art all the time. Right, but I don't think it's a need to be physically close to it. I think it comes from a standpoint of somebody who really does appreciate going to art museums. But, but really it has doesn't. a bad temperature problem. Bad temperature problem probably just doesn't like to sit on hard shit. Like, what, what do they give you? Benches? Like, there's no. They got they got like take they, they got takeaway pillows now. That's something they got going for them. Yeah, but I mean, it's like stadium pillows. Like, you may seem kind of a loser, but hear me out, man. Uh, a museum is not a a cheap gig. It's not like they don't have money. They do. They could get it done and make it more enjoyable, but it's not the priority. I understand that. But from the person that's going in to look at the art and you want to enjoy your time there so that you're okay taking your time to enjoy the art. And if you're not comfortable, you're not going to take your time. And I get that, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I kind of get it from that point. I mean, you also like, if the paintings aren't protected, you got people walking around with hot chocolate. Like, what if someone trips, falls, and spills hot chocolate on a Van Gogh? You don't want that. Not at all. Or not, yeah. not the Texas chili. Did you look at Kevin from The Office? <laughs> they're not walking around with a vat of chili like, not, you, you, walk around, you see with a vat of chili you got some problems but like I don't oh, know yeah. why specifically chili like popcorn hot chocolate coffee I get it chili even even the popcorn dude like give me a hot dog or something like 
like a, a cheeseburger. Just put, put the Costco kitchen. I, I feel like In art museum. museum I feel like art museum and sporting events slash county fair are getting confused. But okay, you wouldn't tell me it'd be adorable if you got like uh the scream, but the face of the scream was like the shape of the macaroni in your mac and cheese. Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. Okay. So but I'm not. I'm not saying that I have a problem with with that. I'm saying instead of like I, airheads, you have little air screens that like like sour patch screens. I mean, those are cool. That's cute. Michelangelo's David, like a little sour patch kid. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but I feel like that you ruffle a lot of feathers with like avid museum goers because I get the sense that you know people that frequent museums and that you know collect historic items and things like that tend to be rather, for lack of a better term, stuck up. That's why there's, um, no, that's why there's no Texas Chilean Museum. There's no comfort. Hey, well, well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, if you just make it comfortable decor, you don't really have to make it comfortable. Like, you know, food-wise, you can give people, you know, cut, and, cut a charcuterie board. You know, let it let it be... A semi-formal event, but you know, kind of like opening up a charcuterie board and a bottle of wine in your own house, just with some yeah. I feel like shit on the wall. art, like galleries, are that level of like swag and comfort we, we require, like the charcuterie boards, the order, right. the wine, right? But a museum really isn't, and that's probably because of the value of the paintings. But like I said, that's fair. They did like a whole art gallery thing with like you know the Mona Lisa. I'd be down with it. I'd go. That's fair. Uh, that is a good idea, but like cozy museum. I, get yeah. behind it. I, I could definitely get behind it. But the, t- the temperature thing, uh, that's, that's a you thing. Man, woman, whoever. User on Reddit. Like, that's just a... Grow up, bring a jacket. Bring a sweater. Look at the temperature. You know what I mean? It's like... Dress dress for the occasion. If you're complaining that museums are cold, you've been to a few of them, and you obviously think yeah. they're cold. So you what got point, to. At what, point did you great learn, point. at what point did you learn that you thought you could bring a sweater and continue to decide not to? I know, and that's a great segue to our next segment, our last segment of the day. Today I learned. Well, today I learned that uh, apparently all museums are cold. Right. Um, um, so I kind, uh, I kind of speak for myself. One of my favorite things to do whenever I'm bored and on Reddit is to go to the Today I Learned. Uh, uh, because most people only post things that, you know, other people really haven't learned until today. They're so odd. So I'll let you my first one. Go ahead. Uh, this one... I'll take it off. This is actually just because I thought of you and what you love. Oh um, this comes from Haddock420. Now, <laughs> I, I, I love the name. So, credit cards to you, Haddock420. Today I learned Robert Plant once donated $10,000 to KBOO radio station, which I looked it up. It's in uh, Portland, Oregon. To never yeah. play Stairway to Heaven ever again. <laughs> You're kidding. I dead serious. <laughs> There's a link to an article. And here, here it is. As I a listener funded station, KBOO runs a variety of fundraising offers. Once they promised for a donation of ten thousand dollars, the station would never play Stairway to Heaven ever again. After his last at the Aladdin Theater, Robert Plant was driving his rental car to the Oregon coast and station surfing and looking for ma- non-mainstream music. That is, of course, K- a KBO especially. 
and the offer was repeated while Plant was lingering on the station. He liked the idea and decided to accept. He pulled over to use a payphone to call and make a $10,000 pledge, which he says he did using the credit card of Atco Records, President Herb Abramson. Wow. <laughs> During an interview, Plant confirmed the story. He also he liked the song well enough, and of course, it's been very good to him, but you, don't you know, I've heard it. Wow. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. It just, it is so grossly overplayed, and I'm sure it was when it came out. I can only imagine. But doesn't he get money every time it's played? Isn't that how that works? Are you under the impression that, like, he needs more of it? No, but I'm also under the impression that he didn't use his own credit card for a $10,000 donation. He used the record precedence. Which is just... In my opinion, I don't think that has any validity. I think it's just a baller ass rock star move. I mean, it is, but like, he's very, like, you know, crunchy in Oregon surfing. It's just, a, it was a cool story to me. Like, the whole payphone thing, like, that's like. It's, it's Robert like, just like, Plant. Robert like, Plant is an interesting man. Like, imagine if I, if on this show, we were playing music and <laughs> someone, let's say it's like Leon, we're playing Leon Bridges, and Leon Bridges just called up and was like, stop playing my music. Like, stop playing Beyond, I swear to God. I can't I, hear it anymore. I'll give you ten grand to stop playing it. I'd be like, okay, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, man. Of course, I'll take the money. But like, do you just hate what you've created? Like, I love the song. That's why I'm playing it. Like, do you not love it anymore? Have you lost? Like, do you hate it? Nick Cannon, do you even like your music? Oh, Wild and Out. <laughs> Another guy I get on the show is like everyone from Wild and Out has to come on the show. I gotta face down the entire group. Oh my god, line. just just Zoom call them all in. Just call DC. That's the only one I need. DC Youngfly. Uh, so, yeah, if you got one, hit me. I got three for you. I'll give you one. I have um, one more after it. So, mine are a little thought provoking. Um, thought provoking today, Evans. Okay. So, first one is from Seymour. Uh, it is all caps, but the E is a three. Okay. Seymour. Um, Today I learned about the power of placebo. Placebo? Placebo. In a 2002 study spanning two years, people with osteoarthritis improved equally whether they were given knee surgery or tricked into thinking they received it. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. That is like... That's a that's an insane concept. Yeah. Again, chill down the spine concept there with that. Right? Like A, how do you trick someone into convincing them that they received knee surgery? Yeah, like wouldn't you know? It actually ties into an episode of Blacklist, but I can't. It's season seven. And I haven't seen it yet. Do we have to review on the podcast? I don't want. Uh, my God, I don't need to review it. It's the best show ever. Uh, for any of you that don't know, for any that don't know, uh, the Blacklist on Netflix. If you're looking for yet another show to binge while you are stuck at home for more time than you'd like to be in the uh, current environment, I highly recommend the Blacklist. Um, um, if we're putting a recommendation out there, um, there's a great show. I can't wait to watch it or listen to it. Uh, it's on Anchor.fm. Uh, it's called Sensory Reparation. <laughs> I heard the younger co-host, I think his name is Marcos, is super handsome and funny. Uh, I can't wait for it. 
uh, in case you guys oh, no, aren't aware, in case you guys aren't aware, uh, I can see Marcos's screen right now, and he does have a camera pointed at himself. Um, but you know, we love him for him. That's why it's a podcast, not a video conference. <laughs> They say I have, they, they say I have a. Uh, I, I stream too. And I don't, why do I have face cam when I stream? I think it should be like a reveal. Like I don't have a face cam when I stream. And all of a sudden, it's like, am I hot? Am I hideous? Which one is it? You know what you I mean? Should, you should make the reveal and just be wearing some kind of like a horse mask or something. Just have like chain tatum sitting in my seat for the day? No, not even. Just like put on a mask of someone that isn't you so that people see you but don't really see you. Like Marshmallow. Or like I think it's at like an NBA game. I'm not sure who it is. This dude takes off a mask, but it's actually a mask of him. It's like some actor or something. I I want to say Kevin Spacey. Maybe. Like takes off a mask of himself. It's a great video. I got. I'll 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 find it somewhere. Um, that's that's a that's a thought provoking today. I learned mine's mine are a little more funny. Um, my second yeah. last my my second last one. Um, I love. The movie Borat. Oh my god. I, I can't exactly. wait to watch the second one. This one is by I, far I, the fight I've ever seen. I um, read this. This read is from this. this is from Adodi, A-D-O-D-I-E on Reddit. Uh, today I learned that when a Kazakh woman won a gold medal at an international sporting event in 2012, event organizers accidentally played the Borat version of the Kazakh national anthem which praises Kazakhstan's prostitutes and potassium, and the officials were quote-unquote livid. Now, that has to be the funniest shit ever. That is such a colossal mistake. There was one, like, in, like, 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 it was, like in soccer, where, like, the French team was playing, like, Albania, and they played Andorra's national anthem. Like, that's a little offensive, too. That's a fake anthem. I mean, yeah, that is a fake anthem. And... I really, you know, mixing it up with another country. That's one thing. I get it. But the fake anthem. A, like he, the fake anthem. It's it no astounds one, like, me. Like no one listened to it. Like did no one think she was gonna win? And they just YouTubed Kazakh national anthem super quickly. And the first thing on YouTube was the one from Bora instead. Like how does that happen? Um, and then this oh, the first the first the first comment is. It's from Run DNA, which is a dope name. If it's like a scientist person, because it's like Run DMC, but Run DNA, if you're like a biologist or some shit. That's dope. Uh, it's a true story. A friend of mine was dating a Russian woman after they'd been going out for six months. She sat him down for a serious talk. She admitted that she'd been lying to him the whole time. The lie was this. She wasn't really from Russia, like she said. She was from Kazakhstan. Apparently, the only reason for her lie was that she was sick of all the Borat jokes. And this anthem thing pushed her over the edge. And she was like, I had to tell him I'm Kazakh now. But this happened to me. That's unreal. Un, like that's unbelievable. Prostitutes and potassium, like those two things. And how do you how do you fuck that up? Did you not listen to it? Like if there was a national, it was just like head regime, hang like sleeve of wizard. Like you wouldn't yeah. listen to it. Yeah, I don't know how you wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> God save our gracious sleeve. Speaking of uh, things that you didn't listen to or didn't hear. Um, one of mine uh, is posted by the Dobernator, Dobernator, D-A-U Bernator. Is that a um, I don't know. Could be. Dobernator. Could be. 
Love it. Um, so this this post says, Today I learned that in February of 1335, you heard me, 1335. Specific. Two Oxford University students complained to the bartender of the Swindlestock Tavern about the quality of wine served. The argument turned into a brawl, which escalated into a riot that lasted over three days, killing around 30 town folk and 63 members of the university. How did no one hear it and therefore do anything about it? Like, did they just kill anybody that came to try and break them up? And that's why there are 30 townsfolk that were killed. They were the 30 that tried to stop everybody. This makes me feel like an asshole. Why? The amount of times, like, because again, like, the people don't know this, but we're used to working in restaurants. The amount of times I've been like, oh, look at this Karen complaining about wine. And I'm like, this person's an asshole and they can shove it. They've started a mini war, like a three days war over this, over our whole Karen thing. Yeah. 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 Maybe as like as global warming gets bad, the Karens that will get like was thirteen thirty like a time for global temperatures to rise. Is there a correlation there? Like maybe I, I, I don't know. I I just feel like that's a that's a super aggressive Karen reaction. Could've oh, been, absolutely. Could have been like a Kaya, like a Brad, like like a British Brad, Bradley, maybe. Like Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, that's that's super fucked, man. Like, oh my god. It's nuts. Three days of just beating the shit out of each other. 63 university people dead. 63 no. dead. Who else was fighting? Like, was just university know. versus, like, and townsfolk in the bar? Like, they said, they said it turned into a riot, so maybe other people were just as upset about the quality of wine being served. Another, another fun fact for you. Um, for anyone that's curious, because I really didn't know. Um, because you when, when was Oxford University established? Um, and it turns out their website says... 1301? Good guess, but no. Um, there is no clear date of foundation, but teaching existed at Oxford in some form in 1096 and developed rapidly from 1167 when Henry II banned English students from attending the University of Paris. So at the time of the incident, the school was already 200 years old. Plus. It's like how old Harvard is right now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Not smart enough to stop a riot, though. Apparently not. Or not smart enough to not start one in the first place. Right? It's crazy. That's crazy. mega fucked. Um, do you have another one? Uh, I was on the idea that we were getting two. Now I feel very underprepared. That's okay. I just I had one more that I actually thought you'd be kind of interested in in particular. I wasn't really going to bring it up, but like I'm kind of gonna because it's going to segue into something neat. We'll close with the show. We're going about like an hour of podcast time here, so we'll close with the show with this one. Beautiful. Um, so the last one, um, and this, uh, this is going to spark an interesting discussion for sure. Um, and we'll try and keep it short since we're going on an hour. Not that, you know, we're constrained by any time. Um, but out of consideration that maybe not everyone wants to hear us talk for an hour. Uh, today I learned after John F. Kennedy was assassinated, his brain was stored in a locker at the National Archives. 
After three years, the brain went missing and has never been seen since. That post comes from gay underscore edgelord. That's the dude who stole the brain. That's why I type it. Yeah, right? It's like, um, it's like a smelted delta thing. First of all, that's the weird. Like, people keep hear stories like they keep Walter Disney's head in the freezer in Disney, but just whoa. the brain. Yeah, you never heard that story? Oh, that's a whole, that's a whole theory. Check, check this out. No, I did hear that, but check this I'm out. Disney. Pre- the headline, because I clicked on the, the link on Reddit, um, and it brings you to an article in The Guardian. Um, and it says, the president's brain is missing and other mysteriously mislaid body parts. President Kennedy isn't the only famous person to have lost a body part after death. Einstein, Beethoven, and Galileo are among many others who rest in pieces. What parts of the bodies are missing? That's what I'm looking for. Because imagine, like, you're building, a, like, some scientists, like, building a person. You got, like, the left leg of Galileo, the right leg of Da Vinci, All right, the he, brain of John F. Kennedy, the ear of Van Gogh, and then the other ear of um, Evander Holyfield. Like one of that, um, one of Lance Armstrong's testicles, right? So here, here, ready. Uh, after Einstein's death in 1955, his brain was removed and studied by a pathologist, Tom Harvey. Um, the Moscow Brain Institute collected and studied the brains of many prominent Russian scientists and thinkers, most famously that of Lenin, um, L-E-N-I-N. Yes, obviously. Joseph Hayden's head was stolen from his grave by two men, motivated, motivated by their interest in phrenology, the belief that insights could be had from feeling the shape and size of the head, the skull eventually finding its way to the Society of the Society of the Friends of Music in Vienna more than 80 years after his death. Um, it was reunited with the rest of his remains in 1954, when Beethoven died several years after Hayden, uh, and with the interest in phrenology still booming, there were similar concerns with one gravedigger claiming he had been offered a thousand florins to deposit the head of Beethoven in a certain place. However, the composer didn't escape unscathed. During his autopsy, one doctor took his ear bones. Locks of hair were clipped, and when his body was exhumed later in the 1800s, fragments of his skull were taken. People um, are fucked, dude. Mozart's skull, um, Thomas Paine. It's always head shit, dude. It's always head shit. Napoleon's body parts are also thought to be scattered. Whoa. All right, hold on. Napoleon's body parts are also thought to be scattered. Intestines allegedly belonging to him were held in London and destroyed during a bombing raid during the Blitz. But his penis is believed to be owned by the daughter of John Latimer, a New Jersey urologist. He was also the doctor brought in by the Kennedy family to review JFK's autopsy evidence, who bought it at an auction in 1977. What the hell? Um, in 2009, two of Galileo's fingers and a tooth were rediscovered, uh, removed by admirers rather like holy relics 95 years after the astronomer's death. Um, yeah. That's, that's crazy. I mean, that, that's absolutely bananas. Reminds me of the Spongebob episode where they go for like the hat, like Smitty, Werbin, Jagerman, Jensen. Yeah, he was number one. Like, would you grab a hat? No, I grabbed his fucking earbones. But uh, but yeah. So apparently, JFK's brain has been missing, and somebody has it. 
Um, I'm not sure if it's any use to them now. It's probably a whole night. I, I, I was fucked. Oh my god. Uh, to my understanding, I think it's a lot more than a hole. Uh, I'm a, assuming there's one. There was an account. I did a report on it when I was in school a while ago, and there was an account that someone saw his brain just explode out the back of his head. No, that's not true. D- dude. The, 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 there's pictures of it. Dude, yeah, gets, you know, it doesn't gets, matter. He got sniped in the forehead. He did not get sniped in the forehead. He didn't get sniped in the head. Huh? He didn't get hit in the forehead. Are you sure? The, dr- the driver shot him with a pistol in the front, the front seat. Come on, man. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm wrong, because I'm not wrong. We love conspiracies I mean, on that. We love conspiracies on the show. That's that's fact. That's fact. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fine. Why would Jackie Kennedy run out of the moving car? She can't move faster than the car. Unless the shooter is in the car, you don't run out of the car. You stay in the car and you duck. The first thing she does is book it out the car. Why? The car moves faster than she can on her feet. True. The car is also a bigger target. And... But she's on a street in Dallas, Texas. If you get out of the car, how fast are you walking where that person can't shoot you? I would just have the car speed up, I think. Probably. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, you know, somebody, somebody's got either his whole brain or a fucking piece of it. Yeah, right. And it's probably just sitting in <sighs> some sketchy person or serial killer's like freezer, like a, like a freezer. Could you imagine just going over someone's house and you open the freezer and there's just like Napoleon's cock and balls just sitting in a jar? Uh, you want to clean my parents? Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, Marcos, you want a beer? Yeah, is there ice in the freezer? Don't open the freezer. What's this? Why is there a brain here? Oh, you know, it's just uh, JFK's. So many like, questions. Like, hmm, no holes. Huh. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine that. Oh, God. I'm looking through the freezer. Like, do you also have the video of the moon landing? Yeah, right. Like, who you know, the one. Who, who are you? Basement? Who are you with the secrets of the world? Like, John. <laughs> fucking brain and Napoleon's cock and balls. Um, yeah, that's a great way to end our show. It's a little. Uh, I mean, give give the people something to think about, right? I mean, not, brain, you know, brain obviously. The, the message here is not to go take deceased people's body parts, even, you know, no matter how much you respect or revere them. You know, don't go taking fingers as souvenirs. Uh, I, I love I love Richard Sherman. When he dies, I'm not taking a foot. So. Yeah, no. No, I, we, we wouldn't do that to you, Sherm. Don't ever no forget way. it. No uh, way. We'll t- I'll, I'll tell him that a person if he's ever on the show. I mean, listen, man, bring it back full circle. That is the dream, is, uh, is to have Richard Sherman. Uh, and you know, at hopefully a handful of other people. Um, there's a good amount of people we want to get on the show, but we got a ways to go. But good news is, um, you know, every once in a while, we will definitely be scrolling through Reddit um, and, you know, sharing our opinions because that is what we do here, uh, devoid of censorship. And that is how we like it. 
And not devoid of fun either. I, I love this stuff. I mean, honestly, it's just kind of like us hanging out, and we've invited everyone to listen in on the banter. Um, and, you know, hopefully there will be a point where, you know, people can call call into the show and it can be a much larger hangout sesh than, you know, the two of us in our rooms. Um, big things, someday. man. Someday. Someday. Step one. Baby steps. Baby steps. First first step. The, the, the first domino has fallen. The first episode is recorded. Um, and we are that much closer to getting Richard Sherman on the show. One small step for man, one giant leap for sure. I'm kind, baby. <laughs> um, that is, it. that's what's gonna do it for us, man. I, uh, God, I, I fucking, uh, I fucking enjoyed this. Yeah, um, me too. This, this was fun. I, uh, I anticipate we'll be doing many, many more of these. And I love talking. I love being heard. So, you know, well, um, let's, thing, uh, let's keep that happening. Yeah, for those who are gonna listen or who are listening. I guess right now, it's not really right now, but if you're listening right now, because you're listening to the recording of this, hopefully thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we, uh, we appreciate it. And uh, if, there, if there are ever any topics you'd like us to discuss or uh, you know, questions you want us to bring to light, uh, we are always open for discussion. Um, so feel free to uh, send us an email. Um, I believe the email is info dot sensory deprivation sensory is with a c uh like censorship um and you guys can contact us there and you know tell us what you thought when you listened and um it's at gmail.com there's no half oh, yeah. of that at, at gmail.com hopefully the website's rolling out soon and maybe some i like twitter we'll do twitter I enjoy yeah twitter. we can we could we could do twitter I, um, I I I do enjoy Twitter, but I'm gonna enjoy doing a lot more of these podcasts with you, my friend, my my brother. Yeah, dude. Uh, let's let's have some fun. I think I think it'll be it'll be nice to put some stuff out there in the open. You know, here go, here goes nothing. Here goes nothing. Episode one. Um, I'm gonna activate our friend Craig here in Discord. How we record our podcasts. He'll. And the recording, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you, thank you. I hope everybody enjoys their Saturday night. Um, I guess, or actually Saturday morning. Um, yeah, yeah, you lost, you lost some space there, buddy. Welcome, yeah, welcome yeah. there. Yeah, sorry, we really, really took off there. Uh, Friday night, one thirty in the morning, perfect podcast time. Yeah, yeah. that's gonna, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Uh, again, one last thank you for listening. Thanks for starting this journey with us. Uh, Excited to see where this road's going to take us, hopefully to Richard Sherman Avenue. And uh, that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. We'll see you next time. Ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace out.